You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. And welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast. We have another episode of fantastic Sharks content coming your way. That we do. <laughs> As always, I'm joined by Dylan. Dylan, how are you doing? Not too bad, man. How are you doing this week? I'm good. It yeah. feels like spring. You know, oh, yeah, the sun's totally. out. It's, uh, it's feeling nice out. We, we had we lost an hour of sleep, which is no, not always nice. Did. But, well, yeah. how, how do you feel about that? Do you think they should eliminate that or, or keep it? I know some people have a pretty strong stance, but yeah. one or the other. I mean, I, I, I like I it. I really don't care. I don't care either. <laughs> I like it in the fall because I get the extra hour, so I'm, True. All, I'm a big fan. This time of year, not so much. But like you said, we had a beautiful day today, so it wasn't really that bad. And uh, and that means the season is kind of coming to an yeah. end. 14 games left for yeah. the San Jose Sharks. Uh, kind of uh, crept up on us. It did creep up on us, I think, because we've been so just so crappy all year. Yeah. It's been hey. like, oh, God, here True. comes another one. True. Just more 14 other ones to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, we might squeeze out some wins. Let's uh, hope. We have 14 to. games. Like, we yeah, we, we do. Um, but yeah, you can follow myself. On Twitter at dyl underscore thpn, you can follow the show at Stick Hungry Pod. You can follow myself at producer underscore tee, and as always, you can follow the network at Hockey Pod Net. All right, should we get right into the show? Let's dive in. I know you're gonna dig this. Two L's. Uh, That's what we got this yeah. week. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate. It is. And not the greatest L's either. Well, and, and two teams that we should have beat. I mean, the Minnesota mm-hmm. Wild, I'll give it to them. They're having a good year. And they're pushing um, for a playoff spot, the, right? they got a lot to ride for. So. They are. Um, but the Ottawa Senators, especially, you know, just the fact that they have our draft pick. Yeah. Just, you know, for the principle, just get that win, boys. Come Please, on. Like, for the love of Christ. But we couldn't do it. We couldn't, couldn't do pull it. it off. Uh, in the Minnesota Wild game, I thought Martin Jones actually had a pretty good game. Yep. Um, if it wasn't for him, it could have been you know a, a five-two game. Totally, I agree. I think our defense was really poor that game. There was definitely some. Uh, we, we pointed out a couple guys. Yeah. I mean, Vlasic. I'll, I'll be honest. I love the guy. I was not impressed with his performance. No. I, I'd say a couple of those goals they weren't his fault, but I, I don't know what he was just kind of slow on the play. I, I don't know how to explain it. Totally, exactly. it was well. It, like you said, he was. It was almost like he was just behind, uh, just a step, like a half. A half yeah. inch. His, his stick missed the puck a couple times when it really should have made like he should have gotten there, right? So it, it was. It was like you said. It was like he was just a step behind. It, it's and he hasn't had the greatest season. No. I mean, it, it was kind of an off night. I'm not going to rip on him too much mm-hmm. there, but yeah, it, it wasn't a good night for our defense overall. Like I said, Martin Jones had a pretty good game yeah, though. No easy goals let in. Really, they were all pretty much. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Minnesota Wild. Uh, man, if they make the playoffs, yeah. that that'll be pretty insane. Firing their coach, you know, midway through the season yeah. didn't have the greatest roster and then they push for a playoff spot in this trading, tough western trading their big their big piece as well and yeah getting rid of zucker yeah. i mean yeah there's uh big changes coming for the minnesota wild totally. it's looking pretty positive there well it's looking better than we are that's for sure because yeah. uh, we headed on over to ottawa and like you said we couldn't grind out the, a win against the team who has our own pick god damn it yeah how about actually we forgot to talk about this before the show uh, I don't know if you heard, but the uh, Ottawa Senators firing their CEO. Yeah, I've, I've um, seen all about that. Yeah, you see, the, you see the quote. It was something like, 
uh, what was his name? Little, I think. Yeah. John, John Little. He said uh, the best thing for the team would be if Melnick took a 12-month break or something. <laughs> I didn't um, see and, that, and that quote, yeah. but that sounds about right. <laughs> and that was pretty much what set off Melnick. So uh, f- fair enough, I guess. But I yeah. think it's a, it's a good point. Yeah, it's a great point. I'm not going to disagree with it. Because I, I, what I'd heard that, yeah, basically, maybe it was kind of the same thing. They'd gotten into an argument, and he basically swore at Melnick, and Melnick was like, let, nah. let me try. I'll, I'll pull up the tweet here. Yeah, Let's see if we can get totally. it going here. Because honestly, what a dumpster fire Ottawa has been in recent, uh, you know, the past couple of years with Melnick in charge. It's just some really awful decisions. Yeah, I mean, luckily for them, they have some great uh, picks coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Hopefully in this draft, because they have a lot of draft picks, they should be able to hit on one or two of those. They ha- they, I mean, they're going to have to to be able to finally turn it around for Ottawa. It feels like they've been bad for a good couple years now, and it doesn't seem like they're getting any better this year. Um, yeah, I don't know. What- here, here we go. You, you want to read this out? Sure. All right. So the tweet is from, oh, I'm not going to even say well, it. Well, it was basically Elliot Friedman was the original source. Thank you. Elliot Friedman. Jim Little told Melnick the best thing that could happen to the Ottawa centers is if Melnick disappeared for 12 months. Fact. The best thing that could happen to the Ottawa Senators is that Melnick wrestled a Komodo dragon on the edge of an active volcano. I think that last part was not from Elliot Friedman. No, I I think uh, this guy that got the tweet from out of that, but uh, it it might be a good point. Honestly, wrestling a Komodo dragon on the edge of a volcano? I'd take the dragon over Melnick. As as long as there's a camera. I got to see this going down because that would be something. Man, honestly, Ottawa is just. But they still won. But hey, Mel- Melnick is an animal, though. He could he could take on that. He could. Thing, he could. <laughs> Go right for the throat. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it was an overtime loss. Um, Aaron Dell was in net. He made some some good stops. I mean, it was a bit of it was a better performance than we played against the Wild. But I mean, the Sens are also a worse team than the Wild. So yeah kind of swings and roundabouts there, but we still still got the loss. So Still got the loss. I mean, like we said, 14 games coming up. Let's hope we can... Let's, let's split it, at least. Let's get seven you think, wins. You think seven, seven and seven is what let's, would let's be reasonable? Let's take a quick uh, peek at the schedule, maybe, and let's uh, go from there. Yeah, because I, I don't see us putting seven wins together in the next 14 games. I, I, I'd like to hope hey, we I, would. I'm not going to disagree with you. I'd like to hope we would, but I mean... I don't know. Let's have a look here. It's it's not an easy schedule. Let's no. be honest. Most of these teams are in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, the only I'm teams that Adams. aren't are the Kings um, and, and Montreal. So, yeah. I mean, th- those are tough games. We got I mean, you know, look the at Canucks, that, the Oilers. Look at that Pacific squ- swing as well, where every single one of those teams, the the Flames, the Canucks, the Oilers, the Yotes, they're all, got a, they're all secretly, well, I don't know about the Yotes so much, but they're all pushing for a playoff position right now. Yeah. And we're not. So they're going to have a lot coming to that game. So I don't know if... We, I'm going to say five. I'm going to say we get five W's I, out of I'm, this. I'm feeling uh, the same. I'm going to go... I'd go four or five. I think, I think seven would be a, a big positive for us, but... I mean, so, know. you know, let's say we get five wins, maybe a couple OT losses. That puts us 12 points in the last 14 games at our estimation. Um, you know, that puts us at 75 points for the season. That's just that's, not, that's not very good. That's no. not very good at all. Not good at all. I mean, the Yotes already got 74. And uh, and just we, we've said it basically every episode, but to not have your draft pick when this happens... Oh. That's that's that that'll kill a team. It's an extra kick in the teeth, without a doubt. Right? It really is. Oh, it's it's awful. I mean, it, I really don't see this season um, ending on a high note. Personally, I think we've we've been ch- chasing that turnaround for too long. I just don't think it's coming. I think the the guys on the ice have kind of almost conceded it as well. But you know what? Not everything is negative on the ice and off the ice. 
So Dylan, you want to throw it on over to a bit more of a positive story? Yeah, let's actually, we're going to run a quick uh, clip here and we'll talk about it after. Sounds good. I've okay. seen you guys awful lot on the Jumbotron tonight, huh? We got a point. <laughs> I know. It's great, hey? You did oh. good. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Would have been nice to win that one, but hey. You can't game. win them all. Yeah, it's a good game, though. It really was. Yeah. This is my big guy right here. Hi. Yeah. Oh. It was nice to meet you. Is this River? This is River, yeah. Hi, River. How are you? He's, got his, uh, nice he's a pizza guy, aren't you? Hi, oh you want a picture? Hi. Hi, Birds. Hi, Birds. Hey, get a picture. Yeah, there's hey, Birds, you getting a picture? What do you want to do with Jumbo first? No, 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 we'll all get in. Yeah, yeah I'll get in. Oh, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, no worries. Great seeing you. Great job today, huh? Thank you. Awesome. There you go. Joe Thorne is an absolute beauty. Oh, uh, you you got to check out the video, though, for the full effect. Yeah, it's definitely maybe not a, a podcast. Uh, well, and, and, and you know, the socks, much. the socks are beauties. Exactly. <laughs> That's the guy. I mean, and, and just to see the, the how happy she is. I mean, and, and obviously Joe is, is great with her. So it's a great clip. I definitely recommend checking it out. I mean, it, it really does throw uh, Tyler's... Well, um, yeah. Perception of Thornton in Tyler, the wind. Tyler G. Tyler, Tyler G. G yeah. Thank you. His perception in the wind a little bit. Seeing That's Jumbo true. pulling these things, it's hard to imagine him being. No, not it's nice, not. You know? It's not the only time uh, Jumbo Joe has done something like this. Yo, so, yeah, uh, exactly. I know. Yeah. But uh, check out the story with Selena Urban, though. Uh, check it out on their Twitter page. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a, just a great story. She gets to uh, come to the practice. She read the opening lineup. Um, I don't know which game it was, but uh, there, there's some great videos of Bob Bugner telling her she can do the lineup and everything. It's just a great story. Check yeah. it out. I think on, she even uh, was part of the team photo as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. She was. Uh, what an honor. Wow. Right? Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's, that's really pretty cool. crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. That That's why I love hockey. You know, yeah. we, we do stuff like that and uh, you know, it, go, it goes, you know, above the ice. It yeah. really does. I, I, for sure it does. And, you know, when, when you're having a season like we are... Um, having a positive story like this and, and to see the boys still be able to have a good time on the ice and keep it a little lighthearted you kind of need that sometimes in a season like this so it's good to good to see and we're gonna we're gonna keep it lighthearted <laughs> here but it, it might be a little bit more negative in, in some ways I guess I, I, I don't know but we're gonna jump into a pity of the fool pity of the fool all right folks Pity the fool, man. This week, many so, a fool. So we're we're talking about the coronavirus. Yeah. We got to bring it up. COVID nineteen. Right? Um, but but the story that we're gonna talk about is the toilet paper story. The toilet paper story. Um, and, and the toilet paper raiders, as we as we have we, called them. We've termed them. You go to Costco at uh, at. You know, 3 p.m. now, there's going to be no toilet paper. It's all gone by yeah. 9 a.m. Because people are going in there stocking up. If you hadn't expected this and you were genuinely out of toilet paper and you went to like two or three different supermarkets, I'd be worried. Like, Yeah, you know? I, I went to a couple and it was empty. Like, it's I mean, crazy. And it's crazy. And I, I don't know why toilet paper is the first thing to go. You, you look at the canned food section... It's nice and full. So I don't know what they're going to be pooping out if they're not being eaten. But exactly. So by the time you've gone through, like man, and at Costco, how many rolls are there in there? Forty-eight. Yeah, I think it's like forty-eight or thirty-six. So you you buy like, like eight of those. By the time you're on pack number eight, like you're you don't have any food at that point. You're gonna have to go out anyways. And I assure you, there's gonna be toilet paper when you do go out. Yeah, I can like, almost see. I can on. almost see like some like 
people who have bought the big Costco ones, like starting to sell them off on the side. Like you see a guy in a truck go by, uh, you know, I've got some Costco toilet paper. So I'm like four <laughs> yeah. bucks a roll making just a killing. Oh, well, people are doing it like as jokes on, on Craigslist and stuff. Selling like a full <laughs> pack or like a hardly used toilet paper roll, you know, 50 bucks kind of thing. It's uh, Man, I, Honestly, I wouldn't be insane. surprised if someone actually bought one of those. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. It's just g- it, give it a week or two, and, and it'll start happening. It really it's it shows how much like news and just propaganda about that stuff can really like can <laughs> <laughs> go to Costco. Yeah. And here we go, <laughs> literally. But like, so you hear on the news and you see it on Facebook that some places are you know people are stocking up on toilet paper, and then all of a sudden everyone's buying toilet paper, and there's no toilet paper for no reason. Real. Yeah, I know, like I know. absolutely no reason. Um, I mean, the coronavirus, it's not even, doesn't even affect, it's not that kind of, uh, it's not like you're going to be shitting for days. I know. I, I just, it, it doesn't make sense. Is it like monkey see, monkey do kind of uh, thing? Literally, like, I think it is one of those like, just like, like mass sheep herding type, like, oh, everyone's buying toilet paper. I got to buy toilet like, paper. Was there just one, you know, Costco where this all started and <laughs> some, some <laughs> crazy dude came in, started stocking up. Everyone around was like, oh, you know what? We should start stocking he's, up too. He's and it, and it just spreaded from there, you know? Uh, it's, no, crazy. it's crazy. I, I mean, another thing about the coronavirus is though is that they have um, limited media um, access to the players in the locker room. Yeah, no, it's really starting to affect things. Yeah, uh, I mean, absolutely, I know that sports around the world have started to meet about potentially showing games with no fans. I mean, the the uh, IIHF Women's World Championship in Halifax actually shut down. Right, they're yeah. they're not going to have that Canceled. tournament now. So uh, yeah, it's, it's something some, else having some real effects. So it'll be interesting to see how that. Uh, I know there's only 14 games left, so hopefully. I mean, then there's playoffs, though, right? So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it affects the world of hockey. I was watching a documentary on uh, CBC... Uh, for American fans, it's like the uh, what? What would you call it? It's the main it's like, you know, media like source. Like Fox in, or CNN. For yeah, us. I guess so. Because um, they don't have like one main one. We, that's they, true. We have one main. Like it's, it's kind of run by the government. Yeah, like the, like in the UK they have the BBC. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's kind of like same. a Big Brother. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know. But uh, I was, you know, they were showing clips in uh, in China of of the government like welding doors shut, Jesus. like apartment doors shut, so people just can't get out. It's like Jesus Christ. Just let you die in there. Just let you. Yeah, I guess so. Man, that's nuts. Eh? Better stock up on that toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's when I would be stocking up. Once yeah, so the welders yeah, come out. If they be welding my door, then I'm going to Costco and stocking up on uh, toilet paper. But I mean, until then, I'm all right. Uh, but uh, anyways, I hope it doesn't come to the point where, you know, games are canceled, yeah. where fans can't go to games, especially with the Olympics coming up. Yeah. Hopefully there can be fans going to that. I, I mean, mean, the financial you imagine, impact too, right? Could you imagine, a, a you know, a behind closed doors, essentially, Olympics with just cameras? I mean, no. that's... That's, I can't, I know. I can't imagine like any of the. It wouldn't be the really. same. No, no. I mean, I wonder how the athletes feel about it. I know that LeBron James came out and said that he wouldn't want to play. Like he would straight up said. I mean, whether he would refuse or not, yeah. but he did say that he wouldn't want to play with no fans. I mean, it, it, it would be it would be pretty messed up, but it would be kind of interesting, I guess, to see like the performance differences. Maybe, totally. Maybe, maybe they do a lot worse because there's no one in front of them or maybe they do a lot better and there's a lot, a lot of... Less uh, pressure, right? And a lot of record-breaking performances. Yeah, it'd be know? interesting to see how what effect it has on, yeah, things like that and confidence and like, you know, I mean... You go you go to some arenas and it's like a fortress like like Bell Center. You imagine the Bell yeah. Center empty? Oh, I know it'd be weird. That's, the Canadians would have no advantage. Like what? what yeah. Like it'd be really really interesting to see. It, uh, like you said, so we'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. But you know what? We we got a banger of an open phone oh segment God. coming up. Full jam packed. Uh, let, let's just get right into it. Right into it.
Alright guys, it's the open phone segment, or the shark's phone Sharks line. Sharks, Sharks, line. Sharks line. We got a busy we'll, one too. And we'll never get it right. No, no, I mean, it's the open phone Sharks line. Oh, oh man, wait, what the fuck? Is that, is that your phone? It's, it's, it's the open phone line, here we go. Alright folks, Shane has actually called in while we're recording the podcast. We did not set this up at all, but he's ready with no, the rap. <laughs> Shane, how, how's it going today, buddy? Pretty good. I just uh, got up pretty late, but um, yeah, gonna watch the Raptors game later. There you go, good old Toronto Raptors. Um, so you got a rap for us, or or you got a call? What you got this week? I got a rap. Okay, as always, he's I'll, got a rap. I have a question for producer T. Oh, okay. Here we go. My question is: Do you think the San? It's it's an, it's an innocent question, actually. Do you think the San Jose Sharks have any good pieces? Any good, like, uh, like, like trade pieces? Just any, do you think the Sharks have good pieces? I feel like you're trying oh, to trick me into go. saying here something that I don't know what to say, Shane. I don't know if I'm going to say it. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> I feel like you're tricking me into saying something uh, I don't really mean to say here. It's just a piece. Uh, yeah, sure, they got some good pieces, Shane. Would you measure those pieces? There we go. Yeah, there yeah, it is, now folks. It all comes out. It, it all comes, comes back out. out. Shane, you're the only one measuring pieces around here, bud. <laughs> I don't know about that, but let's hear a rap. We'll see. Let's let's hear right. it, Shane. My music is for art, not war. Unless it's being produced T for sure. I'm like the peace core, but I tend to defend peace more. Cease war. Put the energy to art. Respect for the military. You got heart. Check the flow chart. Discover art and take part. Damn, you, you came hard with the yeah. bars this week. I, li- I like it. Uh, Shane, where, where can the folks find you on Twitter? Um, I don't even know my Twitter name, actually. It's at Van Nice Shane, folks, on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Thanks, buddy, for the rap. Uh, thanks for calling in. I yeah, mean, that's, live that, rap. that's great timing. It's great timing. Yeah, I'll end my call how I always end it. Peace. Man, pre- pretty nuts, actually. Wow, yeah. I um, mean, I, I, we've never had someone call in live, while we're recording. Yeah, a live call like that's that. That's crazy. Is, uh, that was that was quite fun, though. I mean, that's that's bringing the open <laughs> phone line to another level. Yeah, he's it really still is. trying to he's still trying to get me to say that I'm going to measure some kind of. Oh anything, yeah, he was he was getting not, at something there. He's getting that piece pieces. I guess so. I wasn't falling for it, Dylan. No, ain't gonna be no, measuring no sticks today. No, no. It, it took a couple seconds, but I saw, you know, I saw the, the gears turning in your head. You're like, wait a second. Some, <laughs> sums up here. Um, good on you. Uh, but, but great call. Another, you know, a live yeah. rap for Shane. So, uh, yeah. you know. I mean, to add that, to that, the, that's freestyle. The fact that he called during the open phone segment, though, as well. I mean, I love that. Because yeah. we also do have some more amazing calls. Well, actually, you know what? We actually, he sent me a rap like two days ago. So we already have another uh, Shane we have, rap. We have, it's like a double Shane rap. Do we, uh, throw, do we throw the double on let, today? Yeah, yeah, let's just do it right let's now. Go, let's, let's go, let's go. Right go. Now. Round two. Hey, it's Shane. Um, yeah, this one's for Producer T. Yeah, it, it has, um, it, it actually does praise him this time. Producer T, he's easy to make fun of, but he's also easy to praise. And uh, I made this rap a long time ago. Yeah, I sent it in, but I guess I got lost in the mess. But anyways, you're in a safe space for this, you can now admit that you've measured dicks. This is a safe space. Okay. Producer T is a badass lawyer. The human race is his employer, enjoyer of the freedom he defends. He works way hard on weekends. His dedication pays dividends. Still spends time with friends as he recommends. Tends to broadcast a great podcast. Ben's King Squad Fast in the forecast. Yeah, yeah. See ya. 
Well, there you go. Double, double Shane rap. Oh man, I, you know what? He, I really don't know how to take it anymore with, uh, with these raps, man. It's amazing. It it's is amazing. It is. I mean, we're gonna have a hell of an album. I don't know if uh, everyone saw that. Uh, oh, check trailer. out the video oh. on our, on our Twitter page at Stick Hungry Pod. If anything's gonna get you hyped about a, a voicemail rap oh. album, it's that. You're like, who? What other pod? Okay, here we go. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna lay it out here on the table. We have the best fans in the world because what other podcast could put together an open phone line rap album? Yeah, like I, I mean, name me one. I don't even uh, you Stick ever, Hungry Podcast. Yeah. There we go. I never heard it before. I don't think we'll ever hear it again. <laughs> I don't but think so. It's gonna be a it's, it's our thing. Uh, anyway, uh, should we move on with the Sharks got, line? Yeah, we got more calls. Uh, this one is from our buddy at the Soda Pod, Isha oh, Jerome. Just um, taking the win over us too. Yeah, that's true. So uh, I don't know. I, at the start of the season, I was actually helping him out uh, do that podcast, and we really didn't have high hopes. No, uh, things have really you, turned then around. Jump ship and and then then jump really, ship and really shit the bed. Yeah, and it was it was the old Marion Hosa, you know. <laughs> he loses in the finals one year and goes to the other team and loses in the final again. <laughs> exactly. Um, here we go, though. Isha Jerome. Yo, what's up, boys? I just wanted to. Uh to jump on because I heard you talking, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, about Olav Kolzig, and Dylan highlighted that he's of South African descent to further bring a Vancouver Island vibe and some more stats, hashtag stats guy. Um, Olav Kolzig actually was also raised in Vancouver Island, in Union Bay, the, the small little uh, town off the, well, the oyster farm in Bay before Courtney, that is Union Bay. And Dylan uh, Dylan and I actually have a buddy who bought some property out there. That, that's how I know. So when the Washington Capitals won their Stanley Cup, I'd, uh, I took my jersey. Well, I put my jersey on, and I went out to the Welcome to Union Bay sign and, well, tagged Mr. Kolzig. And uh, he didn't interact with it at all, but it's a good photo nonetheless. So there you go. There you go, boys. There's something to talk about. Not even really Sharks related at all, but what you got to do when your team's in the dumpster <laughs> there you go folks uh start doing some googling all you san jose fans yeah um union bay courtney you probably don't know where those places are but you know, google them what a hell you of probably a heard of that, olaf kolzig you know he, moving from south africa to here very similar to you right your family's south african moving to vancouver yep. island true. Man, very true that that's pretty cool true story um i can i do laugh imagining isha by the union base sign <laughs> tweeting so happy that he went out his way drove then, all that way <laughs> and then just nothing uh, uh, that's, that's good. That's good. Great uh, call from fantastic uh, Isha call. the Soda Pod. Let's move on to a call from Solomon Strader. Our fan favorite. It's the Kangaroo Podcast. A bit disappointed. I uh, had some hopes that the Sharks could make the playoffs. I, I know we're very far out, but went a little win streak. I thought maybe we could. Maybe we still can. We had a tough loss against Minnesota, but there's, there's still a chance. I don't know. But my big concern next year... I still am very worried about the goalie situation. I like Martin Jones. He's my favorite player. I think under Nabby, he's been playing really well. He hasn't been playing as much. I think that's benefited him. Deller has been definitely one of the highlights of the year. I, I just don't know what to do. Do you, do you get rid of Martin Jones? Do you get rid of Aaron Dell? Do you draft a goalie? Do you pick up a, a veteran goalie? I mean, what's the Sharps goalie situation in, in the summer? 
Well, Solomon Strader, I'm just I'm just gonna tell you right now, oh, bud. Um, el- eliminate all hope of the playoffs this year because there is none. Um, you know, I'm I'm sorry, bud. We we love you, but we're at 63 points right now. 14 games left in the season. Do the math. If we go on a 14 game win streak. We're not even going to come close to what no. we need to be uh, in the playoffs because you're going to need, you know, 95, 96 points. That's only going to put us at 91. And every other team will have to lose every game almost. Yeah, which ex- I mean, exactly. What are so, the odds of that? Um, Sorry, Solomon. Uh, I mean, we're, we're just trying to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, we do love the positivity, but there is a point where positivity makes you not look forward, you know, to, to realism because you do need yeah. a bit of realism. I think that's something maybe this fan base will struggle with, as we've st- talked about before, because we've never been through a, a real rebuild. So I think this is going to be... a tough transition, yeah. Yeah, so I think we're having to be a bit more real about our chances. But, I mean, the goalie question, Dylan, it's been an ongoing thing all year. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't think Jones is good enough. I don't think Dell's good enough to be a starter either. So I don't really know. It depends how we go with the rebuild, I think. Yeah, and I mean, if you're going through a rebuild, are you just okay with having Dell and Jones? Well, I mean, great point, actually. You know, and you pick up a younger guy somewhere along the line, maybe you draft a, a second round, use a second rounder on a goalie, something like that. Well, I wouldn't even mind trying to get rid of Jones because of his contract and then True. trying to pick up a younger piece, a younger goalie, and have him as a backup to Dell and then just get rid of Jones from the books because he's just he's, he's not worth the money. Yeah. I mean, Dell's on a more team-friendly contract. It's not like Jones is outplaying Dell whatsoever. So, I mean... Here's the thing with Jones, though. I mean, I, I hate to say it, and, and people might hate me for this, but would you have to give up a draft pick or something to get rid of Jones' contract? Uh, so yeah, you know, so and is it worth it if you're just going into a retool where it's like, you know what, we don't, we're not looking to add pieces at the trade deadline. Yeah. We're not looking to sign big free agents right now. So yeah, does that so, does that money really matter? Yeah, no, that's a good point because maybe they won't get the uh, the interest or what they want for Jones, and, and giving up something like a pick for Jones wouldn't be worth it. Look, right. look at the market out there. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, there's just not a market for Martin Jones right no. now. I mean, for goaltending period, it's tough. There's all there's always right now only two or three teams that that might be looking at a goaltender. Yeah, and not a single one of them is going to look at Martin Jones when no. what he's done this year and be like, yeah, that's who I want between the nets. Yeah, you know, like between the post story. Like, let's that's be just, honest here, yep. it's just not like so. I uh, Solomon, I I know he's your favorite player. I don't really know why, but <laughs> I know he's your favorite <laughs> player. But. Hey, hey, he's a North Vancouver guy. He'll give him that. Yeah, sure, whatever. I, th- I think Solomon Strader told me he's from, uh, I think he's from North Van, or he's from, he's from the greater Vancouver oh, area. Okay. So maybe and, he's, a- and he's moved down around San Jose. Okay, so maybe, you know, you've got, you got a bit of hometown uh, linkage well, Hometown to bias, maybe. Yeah, and that's it. fair, that's fair, yeah. but... Uh, I just I, I think you made a great point, Dylan. Actually, I think we could we would get rid of him if we could, but we're just not going to be able to. So yeah, great great call from Solomon, though. Yep. Uh, thank you to everybody that contributed to the Sharks phone line, brought to you by Open Phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to another segment we have: the Tankathon. <laughs> All right, if you haven't heard by now, check out the Tankathon contest on the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, which you can find on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to run a uh, Tankathon simulator right now. Yeah, we are. And we're going to do a little bit different this week, folks. I know our regular listeners would uh, usually expect the old one for Dylan, one for me, one for the fans. But we thought we'd uh, mix it up a bit with the contest. We thought we'd go um, in the same vein as the contest, where we're going to basically sim until we think we've found the ideal 
tankathon order for us if we were going to submit the contest. You know what? We're almost trying to help out the fans yeah. here. We're almost giving suggestions. Mm-hmm. You know, if this ever comes up for you guys, I, I would go for it. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so let, let's let's run a couple let's here. You know, if got. if we come up with with uh, ones that are a bit outlandish, you know, Columbus at uh, you know one percent chance of getting well, first overall. If they get first overall, you know, we're we're not going to choose that. We're not no. going to suggest that for you guys. No. That's insane. No, that is insane. But we might let you know that they did. But, get but it. we are uh, about insanity on this podcast. We are. So I mean, you never look know. at all our raps. All but. right, so <laughs> let, let's let's run the first one. So here we go. Um, oh. Well, you hate to see it, but moving up three spots, Ottawa Senators moving <sighs> down one spot, uh, Detroit moving down one spot, LA. Uh, so the top three are Ottawa, Detroit, LA. That's all. Oh. All that is very realistic it's with totally. Ottawa at number four. Yeah, I mean that that is one that I would really like to submit. Actually, yeah, where there's there is a bit of movement. But all it is really is one team went up and it just kind of pegged everyone else down in the top four. I think that's so likely to happen. It's almost more likely to happen than it just being in order. So Yeah, nobody out the top five moved at all. No, exactly. Which I, is a key here. Just a shuffle of the top five, I think, is... Uh, I think it's a, that would be, for me, one of the submissions I would do. Exactly. I think any time where you have a shuffle of you know top five, <laughs> top ten to an extent, you know, maybe... Let's, you know, New Jersey at number seven. Maybe yep. they move up to number two. I mean, that's not that unrealistic. Um, but anytime you have that, I, I would run with that for the Tankathon contest. Oh, see this one. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, this this is a different scenario. Moving up seven spots, the Montreal Canadiens at mm-hmm. number one. Uh, moving down one spot, the the Detroit Detroit <laughs> Red, Red Wings. Da, 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 da um, Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and moving up nine spots, the Minnesota Wild. No, see, look at the combination. At number three. The top three. So Minnesota moved up nine. Montreal moved up seven. That's 15 combined like picks just for the top three. Exactly. Yeah. Very, very unrealistic. Very. Um, and basically everybody else moved down because of Minnesota and uh, Montreal moving up yeah. that far in the draft. So, yeah. I, I don't see that happening. I would not pick that for the Tankathon Scrap contest. It. Scrap uh, it. Sh- Let's do one more, actually. One more. Um... Here we go. Take oh, it away. This Take one, it uh, away. This one, another one, folks. I might know. Well, I don't know. Well, you okay. never know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the number one pick it goes to the Winnipeg Jets, who do move up 10 spots. But relatively, the rest of the draft, the second is San Jose's pick owned by Ottawa. Um, that moved up two. Ottawa didn't move at all with the third pick. And then Detroit moved down four, three. And LA moved down three to fourth and fifth, respectively. So, see, you know, there's always the chance of, of one upset. Yeah. But, you know, two or three, I don't think so. And I think that would be quite an upset to see Detroit move out of the top three. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be going on that one person. Unless yeah. you had that, mm-hmm. like, feeling that someone's going to get there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but But either way... The San Jose Sharks are going to lose out this yeah. draft, they which were really top three sucks. in all of ours there, weren't they? Uh, yeah, they were. Oof, they were. But uh, anyways, check out the Tankathon contest. Uh, do we have a poll question this week? No, we don't have a no. poll question. You know what? We're just going to wrap up the show. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a poll question on the next episode. Uh, if you have one in mind, folks, yeah. send it our way on uh, on Twitter. There's only so many times we can ask you guys if we're going to rebuild or not. So Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and we got we to gotta hear from you guys. We, no, we want to totally. know what you're thinking. You so. know, shark, Sharks related, league-related... League 
bring in your ideas. We'll give it out to the people, and you can see what what people think, what the fellow Sharks fans think. So uh, there you have it. Suggest. Thank you uh, to all the open phone contributors. Oh, we loved a, it. What a segment that was. This, that was a, this week. It was Ooh, a banger. I love it. Really it. Was. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Stick Hungry Pod, uh, the network at Hockey Pod Net, myself at dyl underscore thpn, and you can follow myself at producer underscore tee. That's a, that's another wrap. That's babe. a wrap. See you next week.